You're listening to The Health Beat with Sarah and Pete. And our podcast pledge to you, dear listener, is to inspire you to be better. To help you find time to achieve your goals. To motivate you to take action. To encourage you to eat healthy. And occasionally make you laugh. Today we're talking about inspiration, and I don't mean to be annoying, but I feel like on the easily inspired list, I'm pretty much at the top. I'm inspired by art, by children, by books, by quotes, and even dramatic TV shows. We've been watching Scandal lately, Team Jake, but I'm inspired by how captivating this show is. Peter's rolling his eyes. Um, I know this is kind of a tangent, but Peter and I are always talking about how television is produced and how captivating it is, how we can't turn away. And I feel like the people who write the shows, like, they're really good at their job, and that talent inspires me. So today, we're not going to talk about TV shows. We're going to talk about books and podcasts that we find inspiring that you might like as well. Team Fitz. Okay. I mean, I'm, he's growing on me. But Jake, you know, he's just solid, standing in the sun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you're so inspired. So this... Actually, this episode was inspired by a reader who was curious about books and podcasts we read and listen to. Mm. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. That's what we're talking about. So we're going to be talking about a whole lot of different things here. So we are going to post the complete list of links to books, podcasts, and other miscellaneous resources that we share today. Mm-hmm. It is going to be over on the podcast website, thehealthbeat, B-E-E-T, dot us, forward slash HB40. We're so, over the hill. I thought over the hill was 50. I think that's the new hill. <laughs> okay. It used to, right? Right? 50 is the new 40. It used to be 40, though. Okay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So yeah, if you want links to what we mentioned, head on over there. That way you don't have to write them down as we go. So books and podcasts are a great source of inspiration because they're a great way to get out of your own life and your own head and your own ideas and take a look at what someone else is sharing. Learn and grow and use your imagination. Mm -hmm. I looked up the definition of inspire. So it's to fill with the urge or ability to do something especially to do something creative Mm, i like that can i share a quote sure okay so i like this one the power of imagination makes us infinite john murr now that's inspiring oh yeah yeah all right so let's talk about books the first book that i've got on here is a classic the magic of thinking big. That's the first one I have. Is it really? That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So this book, I think it was written in like 65 or something. Yeah. Like it's it's pretty old. Um, so it's it's super retro, but I got it on Amazon for like two bucks. I think with shipping, it was like four or five dollars and is used. Um, but yeah, it still gets me pumped up when I'm feeling down. 
It's so good. It's so positive. It's funny that you said that first because I was going to start off by saying that these are the books and podcasts that inspire us, but they might be different for our listeners. Like they might not inspire our listener, Mm -hmm. but the books on the list and the podcast are going to be different between me and Peter also. But then Mm -hmm. you said the first book you said was one that we both agree on. That's That's funny. I like that book because it has a lot of personal stories that help bring home his points. I really like that. I love a good story. Oh, no, he has, yeah, he has just, just, it seems like he has hundreds and hundreds of stories in there. And I can kind of hear his voice in my head when I'm reading it. Yeah, yeah. Of, no, I can too. You know? I can too. It's weird. He's he's very graceful in how he just works through the whole book. Oh, but my favorite thing is at the beginning of the book, he's got all of these little, like, mm-hmm. statements. And that's kind of like... It's like, if you can relate to this statement, I talk about it on such and such page. Yeah. So it's like a different way. It's more of like a, like an a la carte type system where it's like, whatever you're feeling, I've got it here in this book. Flip to this page. So I pulled up the book because we had it right on our bookshelf. And it like, so some, so it's pretty much like the contents, right? Is what it is. And so it will say, believe you can succeed and you will. How to think big. How to think and dream creatively. You are what you think you are. Manage your environment. Go first class. So things like that. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Okay, what else? Should I go next? Okay, one that is a newer book that we've actually talked about on the podcast before. I think it was HB02, and that is The Miracle Morning. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. By Hal Elroyd. And oh, Hal, Hal Elrod. Yeah. What did I say? Elroyd? Oh, Elroyd. What? I was just thinking about somebody named Elroyd. I thought Elroy was like the name of the Jetsons dog. <laughs> yeah, that it was. That's not what I was thinking of. Oh. So it's Hal Elrod. Uh-huh. And his book is really good. Like I said, we talked about it before. But I think it's inspiring because he talks about in the very beginning how he almost lost his life and how he was actually pronounced dead. And then he ended up coming back to life and realizing that he needed to take control of his own life and the things that he'd done to do that and how you could do the same thing. Yeah, he's got a he's got a really great story that's very motivational and inspiring. It's very moving. I really like, like, Peter and I are big morning people, but a lot of times we still drag ourselves out of bed, Mm -hmm. and he really showed me the importance of getting out of bed excited. So now, like, even on the weekends, I feel like I'm getting up anxious to get going and start my day. Yeah, yeah. No, he's good, because he just... He, he calls you out. Like if you're, if you're just like sleeping in and don't want to wake up and you keep hitting the snooze button, it's like you're hitting the snooze button on life. Yeah. It's like you're saying like, I'm not interested in my life. I'm, I'm just not, not looking forward to it. And for him, it's like when he goes to bed, he's finding things that, that get him amped up and things that he is excited about in life. So when he wakes up, he's like ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, no hesitation. Let's do it. I'm ready. Yeah. I've been waiting since last night to get started today. Exactly. Yeah. No, he's, yeah, he's solid. All right. So, one book that I got here is The Dip, which, Sarah, I don't think you really liked it or related to it. 
that book by Seth, Seth Godin. Yeah, what well, I read Didn't one that I liked a lot by him, and then one. I yeah, I don't think it was that one. Leap? No, big leap. That's not by him. I don't know. I have to look. Tell me about it. Maybe so this is the one. Memory. So this book, it it didn't really make me want to like create something new necessarily, but on the theme of like, hey, what are your favorite books? It's business related, and this is one that really helped me kind of understand like the the commitment of like a new project. Okay, where it's like he does a really good job of breaking down how some things take off and some things take a little time. There's a dip before it takes off. So most of the time, even things that are like really successful, there is a little bit of a dip. It starts off with good energy and then it dips down and then slowly up to exponential, mm-hmm. it'll take off. Mm-hmm. But there are some things, some ventures and projects and businesses where you start it, it's high energy and then it kind of dies down, but then there's no growth. There's, there's, it just, it continues to just either go down or there's no growth and it's stagnant. And he refers to that as a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. So if you're driving, you go down a cul-de-sac, so you got to turn around because you're not going anywhere. Yeah. So he calls the dip, his tagline for it is, it's the little book that teaches you when to quit. Yeah. Which is really important because not everything that we do is going to be successful. Yeah. I, I did like that book actually, Peter. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. I think I got it from the library. I thought it was good. Yeah. I remember the picture on the front. Yeah. It's like a curve. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Yeah. He writes good stuff. I've read other books by him. They're blanking me right now, but. Um, yeah. He just hammers it out. He does. It's pretty amazing. Like there's, in this one, I don't think there's any chapters. He literally just, I don't even think there's any headings. It's like he just wrote the whole book and it flows perfectly and it's only as long as it needs to be. And Well, that's like his out. emails. Did you ever get his emails? They're just like these short little excerpts that's yeah. like, this is what you need to know today. And it's really genius. And you can use this every day. Every day. It's very insightful. Yeah. And yeah, and I'm not promoting anything. I'm just giving you words of wisdom. It's good stuff. Okay. Another one I have on my list is not related to business per se. And I actually kind of talked about it last week, but it's healing back pain, the mind-body connection. And... A lot of entrepreneurs struggle from back pain from sitting too much and or neck pain or shoulder pain. And he talks about how that pain is actually caused by repressed emotions and the main emotion being anger. Uh, the part that I found interesting was when he said that um, when something shows up on an X-ray or an MRI and it shows that there's a structural problem. He says that that problem is not causing the pain. The emotions are causing the pain. So you can have something wrong with your back, right? But it's not going to cause you as much pain as you're actually feeling. The emotions, like the stress and the anxiety and the worry, that's what's really causing the pain. And, um, and he said that once you see the x-ray or the MRI, it's harder for you to realize that it's the emotions because you're so attached. Like I saw this, my doctor told me this, but mm-hmm. he really made me realize, which I've, I know, I know this, but when you see professionals a lot, you can forget that, you know, doctors and professionals, they're human just like the rest of us and they don't know everything and, you know, they make errors too. So 
it's not wise to leave all of your so it's like, like you're, not put all your eggs in one basket, you know, not leave well, it up to the doctors to you, decide your fate. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, so, yeah, so that's... Is that the, that's the first book that you got? They're both the kind of the same. So okay. I would recommend Healing Back Pain, The Mind-Body Connection, because even if you don't have back pain, he talks about other issues, psychological issues, and then pain issues that he can help with by you thinking about your emotions. I mean, he doesn't really help, but he just points you in the right direction. Pretty much, I learned that our mind is super powerful and it plays a very strong role in our body. If you have, if you listening, if if you struggle with any kind of physical pain, you've got to get this book because I I haven't read it, but I know it's a good book because we'll be reading at night and Sarah (laughs) will just be like, oh man, this is so good. And then she'll just be looking at me because I want to like, share. I pause. I'm like, okay, what do you want to tell me? <laughs> no, but I could, I could just tell. So yeah, so that's a really good book. Um, I feel like your attitude. I feel like it was like it was from the moment you started reading it. It was kind of like you were already kind of making a shift. Like I love. Progress. I love, love, love the idea of like we have the power to take over our lives, our health. Mm-hmm. You know, our future, like I love, I think maybe it's partly being a control freak, but just giving yourself the power to control your outcome. Mm -hmm. And so this book is like speaking my language. So I'm loving it. Yeah. All right. What do you got? All right. So one book that's definitely not business related, but was kind of a, a little bit of a refuge for me in weeks past is this book called Homestead. And so something that you might not know about me um, is that I like to get away, like really far away, out in the wilderness, no cars, no people, just nature. I find that I, I do really good for a reset every once in a while, just being in, in that kind of solitude. It's not necessarily like away from Sarah, but it's just kind of, it's just... <laughs> Because Sarah and I, we we go on these trips together. Um, so this book is, it's a, a true story about a couple that basically purchases a big lot of land out in the wilderness in Oregon, and they build a homestead, like basically just like a house. And their goal is, however long it takes, five years or eight years or ten years, like we're going to have a house. It's going to be out there, and we're going to comp- we're going to live off the land. We're going to be totally self-sustaining out there. Now, for me, I'm not. I don't really want to have chickens and cows and mules and horses, but I do like the idea of just getting out and having at least a cabin way out in the middle of nowhere, and just being able to work on our business. We got to have an internet connection, though. That's the, that's the primary, but this book was, it's, it was just huge for me because, um, just being able to just get out of, um, my own head and just to hear somebody else's story was really nice. It was really good. So, so if you disappear, we know where to find you. Possibly. <laughs> it's a big world out there. This book, Peter could not get enough of. I'm pretty sure each week I would get the update on what was going on in the book. You just start talking about it so excited. So, 
It's definitely a good one. I feel like I don't need to read it now because I heard about it, but it did sound good. Another book on the list is Broken Open, How Difficult Mm. Times Help Us Grow. And I think this is another one, Peter, that I was reading, but I shared a lot with you. So you probably feel like you read it. This is the one where, where she had a lot of like different stories, right? Yes. Yeah. So normally I don't like sad books, but this one was really good. Um, it's been kind of a while since we read it, but I'm pretty sure it was like a memoir mixed in with a lot of personal stories. And the whole purpose of this book was showing that we all, well, I don't know if it was a whole purpose. This is like my takeaway, but was that we all have difficult things that go on in our life. And sometimes they break us open and they make us more vulnerable. And then we become better people because of it. And so it was sad, but it was good. And it just kind of reminded me that I always, I never like to think about hard times or death or anything that brings me sadness, but she kind of switched the story a little bit and was like, you know, yeah, these times are difficult, but some good does come out of them. Yeah. You remember my, okay. So the, the, the one thing that I think about when I think about that book is Bozo's on the bus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she made a statement in there, like, we're all bozos on the bus in one way or another. None of us are better than the other, so. It's like we're all just, we're all just, yeah, we're all doing the best we can with what we got. Mm -hmm. Nobody's, nobody's right or wrong. We're all just doing what we think is the right thing to be doing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, we're all, it's like we're all after the same thing. It's my last book. I got a couple of magazines, though. Okay, and I have a, a few cookbooks because I just felt like okay. I had to throw some food inspo in there. Okay, well, I'll throw, out my, I'll throw out my first mag. So a few months ago, I got a subscription to Backpacker Magazine. That magazine, the covers are freaking beautiful. I love it. So good. So good. It's just like, like just... It's basically just hiking and, and camping. So backpacking is literally just, it's hiking with a backpack with all of your food and shelter and everything in it, your water, um, and just getting out into nature mm-hmm. and just spending time out there. Yep. Going along with that Simple. theme. <laughs> yeah. Going along with the theme. I know. No, it's it's good. It, it has so many good hikes and adventures that you wouldn't come up with on your own. Like there's some in there... Um, in the one that we have one in the bathroom right now, and it talks about all these like guided hikes where you have to get a tour guide for, and they're just like in these places you you would never even. Are you think. talking about the one in uh, uh, Dominica? The, well, it's a whole set. There's like nine of them, and I was looking at the one in Hawaii, and then the one in Arizona. Oh, oh, the one in Arizona. Yeah, that one's really cool. Yeah, there's one in Hawaii too. That's like up on this hill where they they ha- they like sent a bunch of people for years and then they finally released them and now you can go on like a guided tour over there it's beautiful kind of scary though because i guess a bunch of people with like diseases were sent over there <laughs> i know like that was hundreds of years ago but i get kind of weird um but yeah yeah cool cool adventures definitely okay so i felt like since we were always talking about healthy eating i should include some food inspiration And so when it comes to cookbooks, the thing that I get really excited about and inspired by is usually raw cookbooks or juicing books. Even if I don't make all of the recipes from it, 
because I that's like what I want to be doing, right? So one that comes to mind is Organic Avenue. It's a raw, well, it's like a juice bar in New York, I think. I've never been, but the book has all these beautiful juices and smoothies and raw recipes you can make. And I just, every time I look through it, I'm like, okay, I need to be including more of these things in my life. So that's one I definitely recommend. And it's just the Organic Avenue cookbook. Yeah, I see you just like flipping through the cookbooks and you're just, I can just like see your eyes kind of light up because it's like, you're, you're, it, it is, it truly is inspiration because you, in that moment you're thinking what, like I'm, I'm, I'm what am I going to create? Like I'm, it's like you are creating in your head. The process has already started. And it's like, you're looking at, at this recipe in the cookbook, but then you're also thinking about the recipe on a blog that you saw last week. And now you're combining the two of them yeah. and making it even better. Yeah. I think one thing too is, you know, there are so many recipes online these days that a lot of people argue like cookbooks are dead or why even create a cookbook. And for me, an online entrepreneur, like I like to get away from my computer and away from the screen. And it's nice to be able to sit down and look at a cookbook in the evening before making dinner. So I think there is something to say for cookbooks and there's still a place for them. Yes, the cookbook is not dead. Cookbook is not dead, especially the really gorgeous ones. What yeah. do you got for a magazine? You have one more? I have I have two more. One is Outside Magazine, which I I thought was I thought it was pretty good like the first the first one that I got. Is this but another this outdoor one that I, an outdoor one? Is literally yeah, it's just like okay. yeah, it's just everything outside. Okay. Okay. So you can imagine it's like this time it's it's very seasonal too. So this time of year it's like cross country skiing and and um just yeah, just skiing and snowboarding and climbing and it's all kind of like winter sports. But I love it because it's just it just takes me to a different place, right? And then the other one, it's funny, I'm like this one this one's I don't know why, but I feel like a little bit embarrassed by it. But it's called Backwoods Home. <laughs> Because <laughs> it kind of sounds like and this home one, and garden. Oh my gosh! So this one is really old school, and it's it's a Kindle outside magazine and backcountry home. They're they're both on Kindle, and so I just get them every month. Um, but this one, it's just like I don't know why, but I think it's just so cool to learn how to build a deck in the winter time on a lake, like a frozen lake. Building the deck on a frozen lake. Like just weird, like how to build a well, people building their houses way out in the middle of nowhere, just having to use all the resources that they have. I just, I don't know why it's inspiring. No, I, I love, think it's cool. I love difficult tasks. It's I like love a challenge. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It just, it kind of like, it just, it, it, it fuels me. I don't know what it is. It's just like this desire to get out and go on an adventure. Well, you're pretty good with your hands and building stuff. So, um, I feel like there's there's something tied in there, and I like it because that means when we get a house, you can build a deck oh, yeah. over a frozen lake. Right? Oh, you got it. <laughs> All right, so should we move on to podcasts? Yes. All right. Well, personally, I am a podcast junkie. I love them. I used to listen to like twenty. I counted like twenty podcasts, but now not so much because I don't have enough time and like. It's super distracting to listen to a podcast and then 
like try to implement everything you learned. It just stresses me out now thinking about it. So I've, I've, uh, whittled my list down to about three that I listen to regularly. What about you? Yeah, I've got three as well. You got three. What's your first one? First one's P. Flynn. P. Flynn, yeah. P. Flynn, SPI. We just did a post on our site about his new book, Will It Fly, mm-hmm. which is really good. So we can put that in the notes also. Yeah, he's just he's just such a good dude. He's so authentic. And I feel like that's the thing that that really comes through. And just always, he, he's. I feel like he's always focusing on the win-win too. Which is for Sarah, you and I, I mean, that's, that's definitely like our mentality. Yeah. Like for the greater good. Yeah. Uh, Pat's, Pat's just super down to earth and, um, we, neither one of us listens that much anymore unless it's like a topic we really need Mm -hmm. to hear because I feel like Pat's stuff is really good when you're just getting started and you need help or you're like wanting to learn a new technique for something. Uh, but that being said, he made the list because he is always sharing someone else's story that's super inspiring, like mm-hmm. so much. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Smart Passive Income by Pat Flynn. It's a good one. Okay, my newest favorite that I tell you about, Peter, that I don't even think you've listened to yet, that's okay, is the Get Paid podcast. Can't stop talking about it. It's so good. So Claire is the host, but well, for season one, but she just brought on a co-host, Val, and together they are they're top of the line. So good. And the reason that I like this podcast, and this is one that I still listen to regularly, is because they always ask the questions that I'm really curious about and they are like no BS. So like they'll ask people how they make money in their business and like they they won't let it just be like, oh, I make money by having coaching clients. They'll be like, oh, how much money do you make with your coaching clients? How many coaching clients do you have? And I think a lot of times in business, we don't want to talk about the money or the numbers, but I feel like that's really helpful in seeing how other people grow and how you can grow your business. So I really like it. Um, and like, they, yeah, they just, they don't sugarcoat things and they ask great questions and cool. they have good guests. I think that's important too. So you're going to give it a listen, Pete? Yeah. You better believe it. <laughs> All right. I'm ready to get paid. Right? Uh, next one I got is, Hal Elrod's podcast, Achieve Your Goals. Hmm. Sarah's giving me this look like, what? What? So the thing that I like about Hal with what what we were talking about earlier with the um, morning miracle is that he, he gives me no excuses. Hmm. And he does have such a great story of his past. He's overcome some some serious hardship. And just overall, he has a great attitude. So I can't help but be inspired by the guy. So he made the list. Good point. All right. So the next one, the last one I have on my list is the One Part Podcast by Jess Cumberland. And the funny thing about this podcast is Peter actually found it first and shared it with me. And I was like, eh, I don't know. No offense. To Jessica because now I love it. A month later, a reader shared it with me and I was like, oh, I dig this. And I feel like that's kind of how it goes in relationships. 
one person will be like, hey, check this out. And then as soon as someone else mentions it, it's like, oh, I love it. Um, But Jessica's podcast is great because she gets really deep with her guests, asks things that I didn't know about them. And a lot of the guests are really popular authors or bloggers or have cool Instagram accounts. And so she asks things that you wouldn't be able to find by just reading their blogs or their account. Um, And I I like it because it's nice to listen to something that's not just business related. So I think that's cool. My final one on here that I like never listen to. Okay. (gasps) That sounds so bad. Which is, it's Tim Ferriss's podcast. Okay. But the reason why I like, it's very macho. I'm just, I mean, you know me, I'm not a very macho guy. But I do like some of the guests that he has on because it's like completely random. Yeah. And that's kind of Tim's style. It's like he just kind of does whatever he wants. But like he inter- he interviews some like some seriously interesting people that have done some like fascinating things. And to me, that's really inspiring. Yeah, I like that he just kind of does his own thing. Because if you even look at his books, like the four hour work week and then the four hour body, like they're so different. Like they yeah. have that that time thing going, but they're so different and they're all really successful. Mm-hmm. When you said Tim Ferriss, it reminded me of James's podcast. Oh, James Altucher. Yeah. What is that? His podcast called? I, just his name. I'm not sure. Oh my gosh. That yeah. podcast. Like I just, I can't like I listen and then I just <laughs> die because James just interrupts people like He's crazy. So he is so firm about like what he wants to talk about. It's just like, yeah, you're no, yeah, you're you are on his. It's his show, man, and he's just going wherever he wants. But it's interesting. It's so interesting. Just the guy's brain is interesting. Yeah, it's been a long time since I listened to that. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's kind of intimidates me a little bit. I don't know why, but he kind of does. He just remember the first time oh we heard God. about him. Do you oh remember? God. Was it from Derek? Derek Halpern. Yeah. What was that? I he, just, did, he it was like some video i think it was a video of like him telling a story he's, he was so transparent honest oh about my how he gosh just like made all this money and then lost it all yeah and then yeah all making money. millions losing it all yeah. making it back like five times yeah it's just insane i feel like he could be like a mo- he could be in a movie or something yeah about his story i remember him making a comment about how like a lot of his family kind of despises him because of the of how honest he is about his his failures. Oh, that's interesting. He's just because he's very just. I could see that he's not even attached to it. He's just yeah. like, well, th- that doesn't define me. It yeah. happened to me, but doesn't it doesn't mean anything? Yeah, that's a good. Attitude but a lot to of people have. they can't see past that. Yeah. Yeah. No, great attitude for sure. Hmm, I never knew that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Yeah, this is cool. It's fun. Okay, well... All right, well, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. Um, If you want the list, we're going to list all these out so you can find them. It's going to be over at thehealthbeat.us forward slash HB40. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next week on The Health Beat. 